big episode of the Northeast Podcast. The Super Bowl is set, and the Lions suffer a Viking-style heartbreak. Joe Mauer's in the Hall of Fame, and we learn what Cousins' demands are here. We go. And here we go, Northeast Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Hey, I am good. This is going to be our last sportscast ever. No, until the Super Bowl. I know. So you're going to be out of town. I'm I'm out of town. So unfortunately, it's my fault in this case that uh, we won't be able to record next week. Where are you going to be? On a big boat. A big boat. A cruise boat. It's going to be the fun. Disney cruise. It's going to be sick. Dude. What my characters are, are you going to dress up? We're actually we're not. What if I told you we weren't bringing the kids? What would you? <laughs> what would you? <laughs> Uh, what character am I looking most forward to meeting? Uh, are you going to dress up as probably? Oh, Aladdin. um, no, I don't think I'm going to, dr- you know, I don't know yet. Why don't you just go as Aladdin? All I need is a little vest, swim trunks and a little vest. You hit the tanning booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I just want to meet, um, like I got a thing for Daisy duck. So if I can see her, it'd be game okay. over. We're, we're cheering for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right, uh, we have a big episode here, the Nordy's Podcast, but uh, before we get into everything, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the best sports day of the year, I think, is done. That was fun. It, it was, was a very good day. It was a great day of football action, and... I think we have to start with the first game. The Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are inevitable. Yeah. I mean, does that annoy you at some point? Yes. Or, or is it like sort of like, well, you're supposed to, you know, appreciate watching LeBron because you're watching greatness. But it's just like, we've seen a lot of greatness. I know. And we're going to see so much more. I know that everybody. It doesn't do much for me right now. I know that everybody wants to be like, I'm so tired of them showing Taylor Swift in the box. I'm like. I don't care. No, I don't care at all. The thing I I'm like tired it. of it's better is better than showing, you know, Mahomes some ugly fan being a jerk. Yeah. That's the weirdest twist in this whole thing. Uh, uh, him being the bully like throwing yes, the, throwing the Justin tea. Tucker. That was Justin so Tucker's weird. my guy. How weird was that? Yeah, I didn't like I, didn't, I think he thought that was like funny and cool. I just kind of was like this guy's a jerk. Yeah. Like, it's like okay, picking on a kicker is just of any whether it's your team or another's team is just kind of like over with, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I thought it was bizarre. He, I think his like going on this quarterback show was the worst thing that ever happened to his brand. Yeah, because I think everyone was like, "I don't like him." Yeah, no. <laughs> he's kind of uncomfortable. He's kind of rude to everybody. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't treat anyone well. And yeah, I think like he imagines himself to be like this like cold, calculated Tom Brady guy. But, like, Brady would have just ignored the kicker. Yeah, right. And Mahomes is out there, like, picking on him. I thought it was just weird. So, yeah, yeah I am tired of them. Okay. I'm tired of their yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, I was absolutely firmly cheering for Baltimore. Yeah, I was for too. For a few different reasons, but mostly just because I'm sick of Kansas City. It's like they've had enough winning. We're good. This is now four Super Bowls in Mahomes' six seasons. Okay. And he, he's been to the AFC Championship all six years. That's insane, and that, it's even crazier that like he never had an injury season, like either. Like, he's been he injured, just... but he's never been injured for the playoffs. Right. He's he's just. I mean, I've seen a lot of talk today of like Mahomes is a top blank quarterback. I'd say five already. 
In six seasons, yeah. 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 He's on pace to be the greatest quarterback ever by a lot. So, okay, how about this? Um, Peyton Manning, better or worse? Um, he's probably behind Peyton Manning, but not for long. Got to be close there then. Yeah, I mean, he's going to blow him away. He probably he has two titles. I think Manning has two titles. I mean, he's going to pass him up in two weeks. I think yeah. they're going to win. <laughs> you think they're going to? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. They seem like the, the better team, I guess. So let's talk about that game. Uh, it seemed like well, it was going to be close. Yeah. They, they they jumped on out early, scored the two touchdowns. Yeah. The Ravens scored to make it 14-7, and then not much else happened. Yeah, right. Except the Ravens just shooting themselves in the foot. So at the end of the half, they took two personal fouls on two straight plays, including one guy pushing Kelsey after the play. Yeah. They got another one for illegal hands to the face on Mahomes. They just let him go down and kick a field goal with their stupidity. Zay Flowers, late in the game, makes a huge catch to bring him back. And then in what would have been in the score to tie the game up, I believe, he, oh, no, I'm sorry. He made the big catch down to the 10, got a taunting penalty. Yeah. And then and then proceeded to fumble it into the end zone like two plays later. Are they going to change that rule? Because it is the most insane, like even if you recover it right it doesn't matter if it goes out i think they want it has to. to go out i think they want to it just seems too harsh role. yeah it's really it's like harsh the biggest momentum like it felt like when that happened it was over yeah i i will say that i i did hear a lot of people today saying did you hear that joe barrow said let the players taunt i'm like they're never going to yeah that's what I thought you were talking about. And I was like, no, you spun the dude ball at the dude's head and stood <laughs> over him. What was he thinking? <laughs> like that team was just like had never been there. Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. a show me you've never been to a big moment, you know, without without saying it. Yeah, whatever yeah. that says, you know. Like that's what they were doing. Yeah. They were just like the moment was too big for them. They couldn't keep their composure. They couldn't stop making mistakes. Uh Lamar always turns back into a pumpkin in big playoff games. Yeah. And yeah, it was kind of hard to watch. That's too bad though. In the big moment, the thing is, in the big moment, I always am positive that Mahomes is making the play. I'm yeah, positive. It's, it's crazy. third and long. They're either going to get a first down or they're going to punt the ball away back to the Ravens up by seven. What do they do? Mahomes throws the ball 35 yards down the field to win the game. Yeah. 35. It wasn't like he threw to the sticks. He was like, no, I'm, I will just kill you. God. And he just always does. He's, he's, he is unbelievable to watch. So we're going to see him again. Yeah. And then the other game was cute. America's team, the Lions, who I hate, was not cheering for the Lions. If you're a true Vikings fan, you're not cheering for the Lions. They are a division rival. We play you may, them maybe twice Maybe weren't cheering for the 49ers either, and that's okay. I but have you no, should not have been cheering for the Lions. I have no issues with the 49ers. I don't care. I don't. They haven't won the Super Bowl in 29 years. We pretend they're some like... Yeah, huge team. They haven't won the Super Bowl. It's like they don't in have a Jerry really Rice long anymore. time. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. They don't bother me. The Lions have been so bad for so long, um, but now they're going to be a part of our life for the next few years. And they're going to be good. They're going to be better next year. And probably. Yeah. I mean, their coach Dan Campbell um, going for two all over the field is just hectic and crazy. <laughs> um, I don't really like them. They're a dirty team. Mm-hmm. Like. They were hurting people. They hurt Hawkinson. They tried. They hurt uh, Higby the next week. They are just constantly diving at people's legs. And 
hitting people Dan, behind well, the play. Didn't Dan Campbell start his press conference with yeah. we're going to bite people's kneecaps? Yeah, he, so, what I mean, bite I, meant was shoot our helmets directly into them when they're <laughs> yeah. turned around. Um, yeah, they're up 24-7 to 7 at halftime. It seems like it's well in hand. I mean, they had all the momentum way up. In my mind, not even in my mind, I think I said out loud, I just don't see a path for the 49ers to get back in this game. Yeah. And boy, was I wrong. They found a path. They found the path. And Purdy it was, did some, made some huge plays, that running play to extend Purdy's it. running. He had two big runs yeah. that were good. Purdy just made himself a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know if the Niners love Purdy, but they like him. And, Enough to take him to the Super Bowl. And he's going to get paid now. Yeah. And I think that like that would have been a big landing spot for Cousins if they would have lost that game. Mm-hmm. But now... But Cousins is going, it sounds like, which maybe we'll you probably yeah, we'll plan to get it. to that. But yeah, I mean, and then that, that might have been it. The Lions, people are all like, oh, the Lions will get back there next year, but they won't. No. <laughs> this was their one chance. <laughs> it's the truth. Like, if you don't have that guy at quarterback, you're going to get a chance once a decade, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't keep happening. Yeah. Like, it happens if you have Patrick Mahomes, but like everybody else is fighting just to get there once. And Lions blew a 17-point halftime lead and got absolutely wiped wiped off the like field in the second half. Yeah. Fumbles, drops, mistakes, penalties, bad fourth down calls, all kinds of stuff. And still brought it down to the last minute and a half, but ultimately... But then that was horrible coaching. So yeah. they get the ball down inside the five, pass incomplete, pass incomplete. They have three timeouts. They run the ball on third down. Then they called one of their three timeouts, forcing themselves to kick an onside kick. That was the game right there. Yeah. So stupid. If they would have take eaten the 20 seconds and ran another play, or they wouldn't have ran the ball in the first place, they have a much better chance to win that game. Interesting. And they blew it with bad coaching. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't even realize that. Yeah. So you have the 49ers versus the Chiefs. This is a rematch of... Uh, I don't remember the year. A few years ago, though. Was it? Yeah. They did it a couple of years ago. Um, what do you think? I like the Chiefs. Yeah. You have I just to. think it's like, do you like Purdy more or do you like Mahomes more? I mean, it's just not close. I know Purdy's going to make mistakes. I know Mahomes is going to be good. Yeah. Um, I do think that the Chiefs can get run on, so I would expect McCaffrey to have a huge day. I, I like the I like the Chiefs here. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are gonna win this game thirty one to twenty six. Okay. And that's gonna be because the Niners go for two to try to make it a three point game late in the game and miss it. Thirty one twenty six. All right. I like that. All right, I'll make my prediction. Uh I'm gonna go with uh twenty eight to twenty one Chiefs. A little bit more of a, a a cushion there. I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah. And we're going to get another boring Chiefs Super Bowl. Get used to it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I guess I it's think just we're like just in the Patriots. The, this yeah, is I the mean, next the 10 same, years of yeah. our life after this, too. Yeah. Like, he's going to have 15 years at least of just domination. And like, and just, we're just fighting for the chance to go get beat by, by the Chiefs. At least they're not in our conference, our side oh. of the league. You know, like, we at least can maybe make it to the Super Bowl. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm still pushing for uh, the idea of, like, realignment in the NFL. And, like, maybe that would change it. But, like, 
I know we've talked about this in the past, but I was reading about this again today. Yeah. And I saw like a, a person actually put this together and it feels like the NFL would be so much better if they actually did this realignment. They would have to get rid of all their fake rivalries that we have to watch every year on Sunday Night Football, like the Giants and the Cowboys. But you would get some really cool geographic rivalries. So this is what they're. This is what uh, one site was proposing: the AFC Northeast. This is the Buffalo Bills, the New York Giants, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. Okay, I love that. Makes division. sense. Two New York team, three New York teams, and the Patriots. Good. The next is the AFC East. This is the worst division. The Cincinnati Bengals, the Tennessee Titans, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. That one's kind of rough. Well, it just shows you. Well, that part of the country sucks then. Get better. Yeah. Get fucking better. They got good <laughs> but, uh, college teams But just teams also down there. Cincinnati and Carolina feel, and Atlanta all feel pretty far apart. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's <laughs> still true. Then there's the AFC Mid-Atlantic. Okay. okay. This, is the, this is a great one. Pittsburgh Steelers, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Commanders, and the Baltimore Ravens. Fun. That one. That makes rocks. a lot of sense. The teams would love this, right? Steelers, the would love Eagles, this. Commanders, Ravens. I mean, they, they those just rivalries, way less travel. Those rivalries would be so electric. Like that, those would be some really fun games. Yeah. And then the final AFC, because remember, they're trying to change. I think um, uh, most of the teams in the AFC and the NFC are based on the AFL and the NFL. Yeah. And so that's why you have like a lot of doubled up cities and geographic regions. But it doesn't make sense for football at, to me at this point. And so the AFC Southeast would be New Orleans, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, and Miami. Okay. Bunch of loser squads. I'm I'm cool with it, though. I'd yeah. probably watch that division pretty not that much, but like yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Then they have the NFC Pacific. This is Seattle, San Francisco, the Chargers, and the Rams. Okay. That's a great division. Yeah. Then you have the, ours isn't going to change or what? Because we're pretty, not. we're pretty. You have the NFC Southwest, which is the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Cowboys. Okay, I like that one. That's cool. Yeah, the Raiders and the Cowboys being in the Put same the one. The together. Texans and the Cowboys in the yeah. same one. I like that. Then we have the NFC Great Lakes. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Which is the Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears. And the Indianapolis Colts. I got it. So that's why it's going to be different because that actually, yeah, that makes sense. That and plays. then we would be in the NFC Midwest, the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, and the Denver Broncos. Never mind. I think this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You were just saying it re- reminded you of that or what? That when I said, like, at least we don't have to compete to get to the Super Bowl with them. I like all of it. And I think the idea of it is really fun. I wouldn't want to play Mahomes every year, but no, I do really twice like a year, every I year. love the idea of like changing the NFL. Like, why do we need a West Coast AFC and a West Coast NFC division? Like, no other league has that. Yeah. Like, that's just not even a thing. In hockey, I mean, Minnesota's in a bad predicament because we're, like, the furthest west of civilization. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to, like, play against, like, all the West Coast teams all the time. But in every sport, it's pretty much like there's an Eastern and a Western conference. In the NFL, they're like, nah, we just did it twice. Yeah, there it is everywhere. It's just so bizarre. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that. I mean, that'd be fun. I, I think that as long as the NFL is getting what, what was it like? 47 of the top 50 biggest broadcasts every year. Yeah. They're not going to change shit. They don't have to. No. They could make it better, but they don't even have to. It doesn't matter. Like we we pretend like like ESPN tries to make you imagine that like a big NBA game is a big deal. It's not. Right. It's not a big deal. The finals of the NBA aren't a big deal. People are not paying attention to the NBA compared to the NFL. Not even close. Like right. So yeah, they, they don't have to fix it. They can literally put a game on Sunday Night Football. They could play Tampa Bay versus Cleveland, and everyone would still tune in. It's just part of our culture, yeah. yeah. All right, so back to, to NFL news here. Kirk okay. Cousins is supposedly asking for two years, $90 million fully guaranteed. He might get that. $45 million. I think here, he huh? will get that. Yeah. He will get that. Don't think the Vikings will do that. I would be really upset. Yeah. I would be really upset. Like, I would be super bummed because it would mean, all right, can't wait for two more years of nine and eight and eight and nine. Yeah. You know, like, it's just without being able to make any other moves or build for a future or, yeah. yeah. We're not there. We're not that team. We're going to have to take a step back. Our division is going to be good next year. We are going to be still in a weird transition place. They've got to draft a quarterback. But do you think that this, you know, Quasi 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 makes it out of that rebuild, you know? Like I don't I can see why they wouldn't want to do something like that. If, I think that if it's like they're not going to be able to sell, hey, we just need two or three bad years, guys. Like it just doesn't sell. Not I think to, you can not to the, our ownership. I think you can lose with a rookie quarterback as long as there's hope. Yeah. So like if you draft um I want to give you a good example here. Stroud was too good of an example. He was too good. Um, we'll say Anthony Richardson. So okay. the Colts drafted Anthony Richardson last year at number four. And he got hurt and missed a lot of the year. But when he played, he was electric and had a couple big wins. He was good on the fantasy. Yeah, he looked really ways. fun. He was a good he looked good, but he missed most of the year because of injury. The team was decent, missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, no one wants to miss the playoffs. No one wants to have a losing record. But the fans in Indy are going to have a lot more patience with that coach and GM because they're going to say, well, we didn't even have Anthony Richardson, and he looked awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like just they didn't even have year, that yeah. good of a year. But, like, you know, it's just you have to show that there's hope with that young quarterback. And so – to me, signing Cousins is way is is Quasi and maybe KOC signing their their own death certificate for two years from now. Like yeah. I just don't think they make it very long if they do that. The Cousins move is like a playing it so safe to not be bad, yeah. but you're not winning a Super Bowl, and you've got to try to go for it here. They can build a better roster with a quarterback on a rookie deal, and. That's why, like, owner, that's why, like, GMs are so willing to trade a bunch of future picks because Quasi and KOC are like, yeah, we'll give you four first round picks because if it doesn't, if we don't get this guy and it doesn't work, we won't even be here for those picks. We'll be fired anyways. We'll be fired anyways. I don't care what happens in four years if I'm not here. And if I am here, it's going well. You're right. You know, so it's like they're willing to sacrifice the future a bit. And, how the NBA is built, it, or I'm sorry, the NFL is built, is like 
if it doesn't go well for you, you'll have another shot to, to get a good quarterback in three years. And so to me, it makes all the sense in the world. And I think the Vikings are on this page. If you listen to the rumors, mm-hmm. it feels like Cousins is gone. Yeah. And it feels like the Vikings have already been saying, hey, we're going to move up in the draft and we're going to go get a quarterback. That would be, I think just, they I mean, are going to be, be so exciting. I think they will be the most aggressive team in trading up. And I think they will to two or three. Two or three? Yeah. So who does that get us? Drake May or Jaden Daniels. And you would rather have Drake May. Okay. He's two years younger, six four. He looks like um he looks like Herbert. Okay. He he's good. Is he a white dude? Yeah. Okay. He looks like Herbert. Played for North Carolina. He's twenty one years old. I think he's six four. He can run. He's got a big arm. He can make all the throws. He's he is he I think he's gonna pressure for the number one pick. I think he'll ultimately be the two, but I think the Vikings are going to offer a King's Ransom to move up to two and go get Drake May. It would be so exciting. It would be so exciting. Yeah. And we've never done that. Ever. And we've we never can, done that. And you can watch the game with a different perspective. You're watching the game to see development, right? If I mean, we had Drake May and we went 4-13, and 13, I wouldn't be upset as long as he looked promising. Right. He doesn't have to look good. I just need, in half of the games... He really popped off. A couple times he threw for 300-plus yards. He had a couple huge games. He struggled a little bit because the team is still not that good. Maybe threw some picks, made threw some, some dumb picks, decisions. made some bad plays, but you can see that he's going to be really talented. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay losing We're games. Good. What's worse is this season when you knew it was going nowhere, and yet you saw them stacking wins and, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> when the people were on Dobbs mania. Ugh. Sick. You're sickos. You know what? Remember you said that in a few years, we're never going to remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we will because you'll keep bringing it up. I probably will. <laughs> Be like, dude, if we had just not gotten Dobbs, Dobbs mania killed us. It is weird, though. Like, Minnesota fans are so desperate to never be bad. Yeah. That I always, you know, for years and years and years, you heard people being like, if we just would have signed Case Canem. I'm like we would have been awful because he didn't play anywhere else (laughs) because no one wanted him because he was bad. Like fans are so like, they just want to bring back anything that used to bring them joy. Like fans are all going to start being like KOC stinks. We should have never got rid of Mike Zimmer. It's just like, (sighs) then they'll find some stat that they'll memorize that they heard on the radio. That's going to be like, well, he had a 600 winning percentage or something. Yeah. You know, like that'll be something they cling to. I just think like at some point you've got to be willing to try something different. And the Vikings throughout their history have had the greatest receivers in football, but they've never had the quarterback. And just once I would like to be the opposite. Yeah. Like what if you didn't have good receivers, but you had the best young quarterback in football? Like that is what we should try just one time. You just, just see what happens. Just see what happens. Like it might be fun. <laughs> and, and like to me – at this point, I don't care if they miss. Like, if they draft a quarterback high and they draft trade a bunch of picks and they miss, mm-hmm. well, then I guess it's a little bit of suffering, and then we do it again. Right. And you just do it again and again and again and again until you get your guy. And that's and it. And then you're set, though. I'm willing to spend 10 years to find a top three quarterback in football if we have to be bad for 10 freaking years searching, and then eventually we all get to get a Super Bowl or two because we finally got the guy, I'm sorry. I don't need the once-a-decade loss in the NFC Championship game 
at this point. Right. Like where we have like some has been QB. Like <laughs> we went to the NFC champ- championship game. Let's see. We've been three times, um, uh, four times since the mid nineties. And only one time did we have a promising young quarterback. The first time we went was with, um, uh, Randall Cunningham. Okay. Who was in his late thirties. Right. Had an explosive year, but he was in his late thirties. The next time we had Culpepper and we got whoop 41 donut, oh. but we did have a young Culpepper, which was cool. Then the next time we went, we had Brett Favre, who was like 40. And then the next time we went, we had Case Keenum and we lost all four of them. Yeah. I wonder why. Right. Like maybe if we had the 27 year old stud quarterback, we would have won those games. You know, it's how you get there. It's how yeah. you get to that game. Now, someone will point out the fact that we played <laughs> Chandler. I think it was his name, Chris Chandler. He was an old quarterback <laughs> with the Falcons. We played, I think, uh, it must have been Kerry Collins or something. But did those teams go on to win the uh, Super Bowl? No. The Falcons lost. The Giants lost. I think it was Kerry Collins was the quarterback. The Eagles won the year they beat us. Then we played against... <laughs> Drew Brees, who was, like, getting up there. No, he was still in his early 30s at that time. That was a good one. He was good. And then we played against um, Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles. And Nick did it all, baby. And he did. He won the <laughs> Super Bowl. I don't know, guys. I, I <laughs> You talked yourself out I want, of it. I want to just, like, try a new plan. Yeah. Like, I think I we've just been, like, burned so many times here in Minnesota. And, like... For once, I just want to try something different. Yeah, it's like we've done the same thing since 1961, and we've never won a Super Bowl. And now I'm I'm so upset about it that like I'm desperately cheering against any other teams who haven't won a Super Bowl. Right. Like the Lions were winning at halftime, and I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. I'm like our little island of you know never win the Super Bowl teams is going to get smaller (laughs) again. You know we can't (laughs) handle that here. Yeah, there's a couple teams left that have not done it, but uh, we want we don't want to be. I don't want to be alone. Oh, I really don't want to be alone on that. Yeah. So, all right, uh, we got to move on here. Let's move on to the Timberwolves. Okay. I'm worried. Yeah, they don't look the same. Uh, they haven't looked the same for a couple weeks, I'd say. Um, you know, still hanging in there. Not number one spot anymore, though. No, I don't know if we're gonna get it back either. Yeah. I, I don't think I actually would bet no. Well, I think if we literally beat OKC tonight, we would. So okay. I, there's a chance. But, you know, I think that if this continues, they're not they're not slowing down at all. They look great, right? So um, I just – I don't know. And you know what? We never – when we started the season, we never expected <laughs> to get the number one seed, right? We were hoping for a top three. I think that we'll firmly be in that, that spot. Um and that's that's good. You get the home series, right? You get the one seed, you do have a chance to play a scrub team and then a good yeah. team, which would yeah. be nice. I just don't want to play. Ugh, I mean, my nightmares were the one, and we have to play the Warriors in round one. <laughs> yeah, with them like actually coming up, getting yeah, better. Yeah, that would, that would really suck. <laughs> I, dude, I, I just, it's almost never happens. I don't think it's happened more than twice in the history of the NBA that an eight has beat the one. Yeah, dude, we're Minnesota. I know, and like, it would I'm happen. scared of it that now. I, yeah, <laughs> so you almost don't want the. Kind of want the two now. Yeah. <laughs> Less pressure, yay! <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I would love, I would, I would love to play OKC in round two. Yeah, 
I, I don't even mind it. I know they're good, but mm-hmm. I would rather play OKC than Denver. Yeah. So it's almost like would if we don't get the one, it would almost be better if Denver just got red hot and we finished two or three and got to play OKC to play the second yeah, the yeah, right yeah. to get beat by Denver. Right. And, and then I'd at be least okay with making that. it. Yeah, sure, you should be. I, we just need to win a, our first series. We need oh, to win We have to. the series or else I don't know. Heads blow it up again. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> not okay. This year they have to win a series. Like yeah. it's not an option. Like the the project depends on it. Yep. yep. So, I agree. Um so yeah. We'll see. yeah. They, they're just not the same squad and I just I don't really know what the fix is. I think that they are struggling outside of Nas Reed to get much of any offense from the second unit. Like, you know, guys yep. like um, Alexander Walker and um, McLaughlin and uh, Kyle Anderson and a bunch of these guys just aren't giving us enough scoring. The scoring load falls on Anton Towns every night because Jaden has not developed that game at all. Yeah. Mike Connolly is a steadying presence, and we're better with him, but I don't know if we're good enough with him. And so I'm just curious what they can do at the deadline. I, I would advise them to to go for it as much as they can. They don't yeah. have a lot of they don't have a lot to offer and they don't have a lot of room to maneuver, but I would try to do whatever you could here, even if it meant depleting even more assets, because I think this is a good team. It's the NBA, how many chances are you gonna get? I know, and we're right there. We're right there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would be okay with them moving on from maybe maybe Conley. Just get somebody that's yeah. more of a consistent scorer yep. if you can. Uh, you know, it's like we're you want somebody, well, you want someone that takes care of the ball. Well, fuck, man. We have Conley and we have horrible turnovers. You know, it's like that isn't really steadying the ship in that way anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that would be nice. Uh, just somebody that can make their own shot because if Ant isn't hitting and for the last couple of weeks, he really hasn't been himself as far no. as just like, yep, consistently, con- you know, efficient shooting and getting oh, yeah. fucking 32 points. Like, no, he's kind of disappearing sometimes, which yeah. is, is hard to watch. So if we don't have that, we we don't score enough points to win. That's a problem. No. So that is that is not hasn't been great. Um, it's been a little frustrating, uh, but I, I do still think they're a dark horse contender. Yeah. They're, sure. They're just not going to get I – I just don't see them getting first in the West at this point. But that's okay. Yeah, I wonder what Vegas says. I mean, even when we were up by two games, uh, we still weren't the favorite in Vegas, no, right? I no. think it was still the Nuggets. I think we're still the fourth favorite to come out of the West or something. Yeah, it's so. po- totally possible. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, dude, we'd hope they'd be good this year. I don't think we had any idea that they'd be yeah. two and a half months at the one seed and still hanging in there. So, I – I mean, I think that they're we a very were, good team. They're just it almost feels like they're they still don't quite mesh or something. Yeah, something doesn't fit right. I, I think that the one thing is, is like I know we were critical a bit of the Gobert trade. Like we were critical, but we were trying to we were trying our best to like not say out loud that it was the worst trade of all time. Right. Like, I know that I felt really negative in my mind about the trade, but I was always on the outside being like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's not the worst trade ever. But in my mind, I was kind of like, it might be. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, it, it's it's this, hard to ignore the national media at some point. This year, when, they completely erased all that. Yeah, they nobody's did. talking so, about that anymore. No one's talking about it. It was a good trade at this point for yep. us. Most of the stuff is going right. So, um, you know, they could beat the, the, the Thunder tonight and 
we'd feel really good. I think so. Or yeah. they could lose again another close game, and we'd be like, this team is I know is not what it was a you know six weeks ago even. So, um, all right, next up. Some twins news. Yeah. Not a lot of twins talk here. We got a couple things, though. A couple things. So first up, Joe Maurer, officially first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think this is controversial. I feel like some people do. Um, I thought that Joe Maurer was a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Um, One of the greatest catchers of all time. Yeah. If he would have been healthier, he probably would have been the best catcher ever. Or even if he had been on a better team. Yeah. Uh, you know, or in a bigger market, I think he would have been a very, very big deal, even with his, <laughs> like we talked about his personality, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, he was awesome, statistically awesome for so long. Yeah, so um, I'm happy about this. The local kid, St. Paul kid, um, you know, grew up playing for Creighton, superstar every sport, mm-hmm. first pick in the draft turned out great yeah I mean, this was just this is a a legendary minnesota athlete that's what he truly is so I, I think he might be the best athlete to come out of um he might be the best athlete to come out of minnesota in the last 10 or 25 years well i mean how many other minnesota fitzgerald? athletes are going to make the hall of fame larry fitz fitzgerald will okay um so that's good <laughs> We got some new. I'm we got sure, some new guys. I'm sure there's now, a, like an like, infinity hockey guy. We're watching Chet Holmgren now. Maybe he has a future of that. But yeah, I mean, a bunch of I, hockey we're, guys. I, I mean, I'm going to be embarrassed when people remind us this week. I mean, this was not prepared for us to talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can tell us how stupid we are, and like we're missing some really glaringly obvious people. I'm sure we are, but to me, like Larry Fitz and Mauer, are probably the best two guys that have come out of Minnesota in 25 years. Well, welcome to the to you know history. Yeah. Mr. Mauer, we're and then happy for you. To follow that up, the Twins made a big trade. Yeah. So I wish I knew a little more. I know they got a lot of pitching. I know that the um you know, the like metrics, advanced metrics all say the twins dominated this trade. Okay. So they traded with the Seattle Mariners and they gave up Jorge Polanco, their second baseman. A good second baseman on a, on a good contract. Yeah, That's the biggest I, piece. I, I liked him. I liked him. He was not a star, but he was good. Yeah. And he was on a beautiful contract. That was the biggest thing. He had just incredible contract. Um, he goes to the Mariners, and in exchange we get uh, Justin Topa, a relief pitcher, like a pretty solid relief pitcher. Andrew Anthony Desclafini. De, De Ugh. Holy shit. Desclafani. Okay. It's D-E-S-C-L-A-F-A-N-I. Desclafani. Yeah. He was, uh, I think he was like a a pretty good prospect as a pitcher who kind of struggled last year. Um, we, we got love that. We Gabriel love Gonzalez, an outfielder, a pretty decent outfielder. And then Darren Bowen. I think he's a minor league pitcher. With some heat. So, so three pitchers and an outfielder? Yeah. Okay. So I, looking at uh, baseball value, they um, put Jorge Polanco as a 9.4. Um, they put Topa as a 7.0. Dace Glafani as a negative 1.1. Bowen as a 0.4. And Gonzalez as an 11. Oh. Okay. So they like us winning the trade 17.3 to 9.4. Oh. 
I like we that. We will take it. I'll take it. I, I wish I knew more. I, I wish I could give you guys some better insight. Maybe next next time it we, just, we, we it, talk it about happened, it. We'll it yeah. happened like the minute before we started recording here. <laughs> it's breaking news so for tomorrow morning. <laughs> next time that we talk on the podcast, I should have some better info on like these minor league guys yeah, and right. stuff. And not a huge Seattle Mariners follower. So <laughs> we'll have some better info. But it seems like people think that the Twins did really well in this trade. Okay, good. Good, and I'm glad they're making moves, man. I mean, next year should be fun. Yeah, we have to build on the success of last year. Right. And it feels like so far we've been pretty quiet. Yeah, we have. It will be nice watching the season, knowing that the curse is broken, at least. Baseball is so And we can weird. start a new stretch of, of playoff losses. Baseball is so weird, because in, like, I think free agency starts in, like, December. And, like, 10 guys sign... And then, like, nothing happens for, like, two months. And then guys sign all the way up until, like, the second week of the season in, like, April. Yeah, it's just too long. And it's just like, what is free agency? Where yeah. is the... Why Why, are why is we, even there a Maybe window? we started it too early, if that's the result. Like, it's so weird. Um, yeah, so I think that's bizarre. And baseball really blows it with free agency. Like, the NFL is, like... And here you go. You've been hearing about it every day for two weeks. Come to ESPN and the NFL Network and watch the start of free agency. It's going to be so exciting. And, like, it's all the news. The NBA is, like, we are now, like, in legal tampering period. It's yeah. the middle of the summer. Free agency starts tomorrow. And it's so exciting. And you're ready for Sham God and, uh, yeah. you know, Woj Bombs. Just and... battling it out, dropping all yeah. this info. It's always fun. Baseball's like, is the trade deadline? Or is the is the free agency like window open now? It's open, but I think I it's heard open. Anything about baseball? I'm like one guy signed, it was a sport but I don't for know. The last two months, I didn't really know what the rules are of who can sign and who's a free agent <laughs> and when they can sign, and it's just really weird. They're like signing international guys, you know, and so I don't know. Well, I find the whole thing bizarre. Hey, at least we're we're mixing it up now. Hey, if only baseball. Um, wasn't run by such like exciting young minds, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. They just are Too like volatile, don't you think? They're just literally run by a bunch of old old people at all times, and it just always feels like that's who they're catering to. Yeah. Like I bet if I was a newspaper like getter, you know? Yeah. That I'd be hearing all the hot stove <laughs> baseball yeah. gossip. It's all in print. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> All right, uh, next up. This is kind of a disgusting story. Oh, yeah. So, well, it depends how many details you share. I'm going to try to share some. Overall, yes. So WWE should be in a good place if you guys took part in our charity Royal Rumble. Okay, this isn't disgusting. This is great. Yeah, if you guys took part in our charity Royal Rumble, um, hopefully you had a nice time. Um we had both of our rumbles this year, which was really cool. That's always exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we had a ton of people participating. We had um, people actually like donating extra money yeah, as well. Yeah, that's great. So we, we donated more than 150, huh? Yeah. Awesome. So we had uh, a bunch of people jump in on this. Uh, one of them, I should find this. It would be cool. It should give them a shout out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So flip side. Yeah, yeah, Flipside. Donated Absolutely. an extra Cannabis. $50. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so hey, just I'll give them a little plug then. They just yeah. earned the, their ad spot. So down in, in South Minneapolis, right by Bogart's Donuts, if you've ever been there before, mm -hmm. they get the brown butter icing, pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, They have this cannabis shop, Okay. right? So it's got your, your all your edibles and 
you know, they're they're following the rules, so they don't have everything. But yeah, uh, and plus, it's a really cool spot in that it's got like this amazing sound system and all these records. Okay, so you can go there and pick a record and hang out for a little bit, and they'll make you a coffee if you have a purchase. It's a cool spot, and and the owners are fantastic and over people. Yeah. So yeah, go check them out, and and they're clearly charitable. I love it. Yes, yeah, so they jumped in and helped out with uh, with you know our charity donate some extra money, which is really cool of them. So everyone yes. should go check them out. Uh, they didn't pay for an ad, but I just feel like we we <laughs> owe them we owe them that because they were doing the right thing and Love they were it. helping our our cause. So um, I think that's all been a lot of fun. Hopefully. Uh, you guys were able to catch the uh, rumble. Um, Congrats to Riley and yeah. Scott. Riley and Scott. Scott's a two-time winner now. Oh my God! Did he won? He, he won the first year. Okay, All so right. he's won well, two times. Good for him. Um, and this year we decided to donate to the Phyllis Wheatley Community Center in uh, North Minneapolis. And to me, I thought this was a really cool cause. This was a hundred years of Phyllis Wheatley. And they do food for people in need. They do backpacks for kids. They have a summer camp. They have different teams and programs, homework help, safe spaces for domestic violence victims. They have all kinds of classes that you can take in the community. And they have like a, a, a video game team. That's cool. a big deal for them, for kids in North Minneapolis. Um, I wanted it to be something that we could do that would be for youth. Like, yeah. I think that's great, and I wanted it to be something in our community. So 100 years anniversary for Phil Sweetly this year, which is really cool. Congrats. So it feels like an that's awesome amazing. place. So if you guys want to help out with people who have been making a real impact in our community, um, they're one of the highest rated charities in all of the Twin Cities as well. I guarantee they make your dollar stretch. I know it. Yeah. So when it's for the kids, the people that, that work in those type of nonprofits – Yep are not the, the big wigs, right? They're yeah. like, no, I, I'll i fucking... They're in it. They're, my own... they're doing everything they yeah, can to yeah. help the community. So I think this is a, a great place uh, to be helping out and giving to. So if you didn't uh, join in on our charity and you want to, Phil Sweetly Community Center in North Minneapolis would be a great place for your money to go to. Thanks, and thanks, Eric, for setting that up and, yeah. and, and running it. Yeah, great we had job. a fun... You even got on the Instagram, dude. Huge. I did. We had a fun time this year, um, but WWE is in trouble. Okay. And that's so because... So let's go to a darker place. That's because Vince McMahon, the completely sketchy former owner of WWE, uh, is... I mean, we knew he was a horrible person. Right. But you kind of hope that it's mostly, you know, stories they put out to paint him into this... But no, I think you no, just—he's really that bad. was like the easiest thing to reframe ever. So you guys might remember, like a horrible person. Two years ago, there was all these stories about Vince McMahon paying off people in the company, mm-hmm. and that he had paid all these people off in these settlements and had all these NDAs. One of them was one that I think probably kind of started that whole story, and this was a woman who lived in the same building as him, I believe. They got in touch because she was struggling financially. A mutual friend put them in contact, and then Vince hired her in WWE and then used his position and his money and his power over her to force her into a bunch of sexual acts with him and his friends and coworkers and was pretty much pimping her out and using his position over her to do this and put her in really bad situations. Um, One of the people who's going to be heavily implicated is i think his name is john laurinaitis 
Okay. Um, you might recognize that name. Um, that's a famous Minnesota name. I, I think he's like the uncle of um, James Laronitis, who played football at Ohio State. He's a Wyzetta grad. Oh. And then he played oh, in no. the NFL. His dad was one of the Road Warriors. Uh, I think it was Irondale High School. My 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 oh, uh, work. Shit. Okay. Um, was a you grad the whole there. Family tree. Yeah, so they're a big wrestling family. He's very implicated in this. Okay. He's doing a bunch of he's sketchy some kind stuff. of exec or yeah. something with them. All right. And then the other big name that came out, another Minnesota guy. No. Brock Lesnar Ugh. is part of this as well. Um, Lesnar. Maybe to a lesser degree. A lesser degree. Like. He's kind of like maybe the recipient. So it's not going to look good for Brock Lesnar. I don't know that a crime was committed. He's not going to like get arrested for this, but mm-hmm. it's not going to look good for him at all. Yeah. Um, so so Lesnar tainted by this, but yeah. man, McMahon should be destroyed by this. I mean, McMahon already all his text messages are out, and yeah. they're I couldn't I thought it was a parody account. Yeah, and I was reading his actual text messages. I couldn't believe it. Vince McMahon, um, he stepped down one day later from the board of the company that purchased uh, WWE. Okay, he'll never be back. Okay, he's going to be banished. I think at this point. That's... I, I bet he's banished until he dies. And then when he dies, they'll celebrate him because that's what they do. Yeah. But I think until then, I think he's gone. This is really rough. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try not to be... I, I mean, I'm just going to go for it, actually. Okay, yeah. Let's, Vince let's, McMahon the, the, one of the most pooped sorted details. on the woman's head while they were having a threesome and then forced her to continue on in the sexual acts after doing this. I mean, Vince McMahon sucks. This dude's <laughs> awful. <laughs> I mean... That is so fucking gross, dude. Yeah. And I, hey, there's no kink shaming here. No. But she, she wasn't consenting to this. Yeah. And then the thing is, is that so McMahon paid her off to sign an NDA. He paid her $3 million. So? He makes one payment of $1 million, doesn't pay the rest of it. She breaks the NDA, comes out, sues him. Boom. And now, now it's he's all good, Now he's done. Yeah. It's going to be the most expensive mistake of his life. God. He could have had all this just covered up, all his skeletons in his closet. And luckily, we get to see what a piece of shit this guy yeah, really is. Yeah, I think it's good to know. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he gets removed because, like, last time it was like he had this come out and, you know, there was there was this NDA stuff we knew about. Yeah. And it was it was maybe bad, but obviously we, when you know the details and then the details are this bad, yeah. uh, it gets worse. And then like the next night he comes out and is like part of the WWE mm-hmm. Raw or Monday night or whatever. It's like, well, they clearly don't give a fuck. Well, at least now they're doing the right thing and getting him out of there. Yeah, he has to go. Because, I mean, he's still going to have power over people with his money. Yes. But at least he won't have power over people in his position. I mean, you have to understand, he wasn't just an entertainment mogul. His wife was in President Trump's cabinet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is like a very, 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 very rich, powerful family. Yeah. Who have controlled media deals, a massive company, and important parts of American politics. Yeah. And, like, this is a big family to be going down. Good. Good. Sounds like the right one. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing we need to talk about here is some bad news in your life. Oh, yeah? Bittersweet news. Okay. With Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Our guy, Jurgen. Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. I would say, I would go so far as to say, a top five manager in the history of the Premier League. Oh, 
I would go well, so far to say that. And I feel awesome. I feel confident in that. And definitely one of the top couple at it right now. I would say that he is the fourth best manager in Premier League history. No, uh, I'm going to say fifth. Okay. I'm going to say Sir Alex Ferguson. I'm going to say Pep Guardiola. <laughs> I'm going to say Arsene Wenger. I'm going to say Jose Mourinho. And then I'm going to say Jurgen Klopp. Jose Mourinho. As the five greatest managers. And maybe I missed one. I'm sorry. But I would say those are the five greatest managers in Premier League history. And for any of you guys who are like, they've been playing soccer for a long time. The Premier League started in the 90s. Yeah. So, so it's that, not that long. Um, yeah, man. It sucks. And, you know, you just know that the next guy you get probably isn't going to be. Th- the guy after the guy is is, is a rough. Bad, yeah, <laughs> it's a bad spot to be in. It's a bad spot for People that guy People don't really want to take that job because they're kind of like, yeah, everyone's going to just want the old guy back yep. the whole time you're there unless you unless you just have come in and somehow insane and, success. It's, yep. You're always going to be, they're always going to be wishing for the last guy. Well, and you know, the thing is, it's not like Klopp had like six great years and then had two really bad years and it's clear he has to go. Yeah. He's leaving on top. I mean, they're number they're one contenders in the right to now. win the title this year. Yeah. They're they're They've been at the top of the table for months now, a couple like at least a month. Yeah. And, you know, he's his reasoning for stepping down. Did you listen to his conference or hear any quotes from it? No, not you right. know, he had a really good explanation. He's like, you know, this is the way that I've done it. And the reason I've had success here is because I've given everything to it. There is no work life balance. Yeah. And I think that this job and this club and these fans and players deserve that. Yeah. And I don't think I can do it anymore. So I need so he's not he, he's made a promise. He's not going to go coach another Premier League team. Yeah. He and he's not going to go right into another job either. He's going to take a year off. He's going to take a year off. So, um, yeah, man, you can't hate the guy for how he's gone out. He's always been a class act. He's entertaining. He's likable. Um, he's going to be missed for sure. But, uh, you know, I'll cheer for him because he won't be coaching a, a rival until maybe Champions League at some point. I think but. that there's three options for him. I think the three options are Baron Munich. Which Huge job. I don't know he would I take mean, it. The he, biggest jobs in the world are available to him. He did like. take. He did, you know, battle against them. He's a German, so with, it would, seems like it would be cool. But he did battle against them with Dortmund for years. So mm-hmm. I could imagine that maybe he wouldn't want to go to Bayern Munich, who was a big rival of his for a long time. But it is the big club of Germany. Yeah. Um, the German national team. He has been very open that he wants to coach a national team. And you can only imagine the German national team He'd at wanted, some point. Yeah, why not? And Real Madrid, which is the Huge. biggest team in the world, I think. That's the biggest job in the world. I think he maybe knows that they want him yeah. and they have a time frame of when is kind of my guess on it a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's not going to come say that he doesn't want this to be any more of a distraction than it already is. Right. But I would imagine he has a pretty good idea of where he's going next. Okay. Already. Yeah. And it won't be, obviously it won't be city or any other team in the premier league, but it, He's got a lot of good coaching left to do. <laughs> he does, yeah. I, I think so too. I, it's it's a it's a shame. Where and he with Salah took, leaving, the yeah. you know the team is really going to Salah's going to totally leave. Different. Van Dyke's going to leave. They're gonna they're gonna have a big turnover here. Yeah, now. right. And how, you know, do you come out of that okay and refreshed, or do you suck for another ten years or something? Like? I think they'll be good. I do. Yeah, I think they'll be good. I think they're well run at this point. Okay, beyond Which, just the manager. Yeah, I mean they'll take a step back probably, but doesn't mean they're going to be bad like 
sometimes taking one step back is okay. Yeah. As long as you've got forward steps in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, just like the Vikings. Right? And then, and then, I mean, this could be kind of the end of an era because I have heard a lot of rumors that Pep won't be at City much longer. Really? That he could be moving on sooner than later. That would be nice. These city actually. charges, I mean, at some point, City's going to get in trouble. They just, okay. they, I can't. I can't imagine like that they're going to be able to just cheat so blatantly and never have justice when other teams are all going down. Um, he's going to just, you'll know that's coming when Pep is leaving. The... Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. They'll be like, well, see ya. Have fun cleaning that up. Yeah. You're <laughs> I'll leave after winning seven of eight fucking titles. relegated for two years. <laughs> like, it, it, I think the moment he leaves, that will be a sign to everyone that like, Oh, was about to blow up. Hammer is about to drop. Yeah. Um, so you could be without Pep and Klopp, who I think have been two of the five greatest managers ever and have really been the two most important people in the Premier League of the last decade. Yeah, and That's their rivalry, although the rivalry is unmistakable. But it's it's been very one sided too. Yeah. I mean, really, it's cute that they'd consider that Pep said that said, hey. You know, Jurgen has been my greatest rival of my career, yep. and I have I nothing like that. but respect. It was great to hear, but you're also like, you beat them one time out of like seven. Yeah. So it wasn't that close. But they did get you a just, Champions League. They got a league and a Champions be League because we were yeah. right on their asses the whole time. And I mean, yeah. they have the same amount of Champions Leagues in their time. Yeah. Which is impressive. Which is cool. It's just those league titles have really stacked <laughs> up for City. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, we do have a game our teams play this weekend. Yes. This is a huge game. It, it's at Arsenal. Okay. I think it's a must-win game for Did Arsenal. Did we draw? We drew 1-1. One, one. Okay. We watched it together. Remember, Arsenal yep. scored right away. Then Arsenal kind of looked like they were going to blow them out. Then Liverpool kind of took the game over, scored, hit the crossbar. Yes. And then it was kind of a stalemate the last 20 minutes where neither team really looked like they were willing to go yeah. to stretch <laughs> out it. too much like, to... yeah, maybe the draw is okay i think they both and they're both kind of happy because they're yeah they're both hanging out one and two so i think if liverpool wins this weekend mm-hmm. wins a draw prolongs this stuff but i think if liverpool wins this weekend arsenal is out of the title race really out of it i wow. do i think it's a critical game um it'll be tough i mean those road games against top teams i think it I, i'm gonna guess another draw okay I think it's going to look a lot like the first game. Then I'm going to go 2-1, and I'm going to pick Liverpool. You're telling me yeah. if this they seals will. the deal for them? Well, I don't think they'll win the title, but I think Arsenal won't. Okay. <laughs> so you need it more than I do. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, both teams need this game. This is this is like going to decide what the title picture looks like down the stretch. An Arsenal win, and this is anyone's game, three-horse race. Yep. Liverpool, City, and Arsenal you know, race to the finish. Which is the fact that it's this late and we're even having that discussion means it's a little bit better of a season. We're like 20 than, games yeah. in, there's like 18 games left. So yeah. we're a little, just over the halfway point. It's close right now. Um, I think if Arsenal wins, it's, I mean, okay, if I wasn't an Arsenal fan and I wasn't like cheering for them and I just wanted good soccer, I would be cheering for Arsenal to win. Because I think it just makes the rest of it's going to make the rest of the season yeah. more fun for everybody. Yeah, but I love Arsenal, so I want them to win anyways. But I do think yeah. like a win for them would really be like, all right, holy shit, 
Uh, that's what I don't want. That's exactly no, what I don't that's want. What you don't I would be looking. I'd be happy with the draw because we both know. Because so. we both know that if that's the case, that the city's, city's just gonna, gonna win. win. <laughs> City, you're like, thanks, guys. Yeah, nice. <laughs> thanks for doing all that hard work for us. We'll yep. be back. Yep. Uh, yeah. So well, good luck, buddy. Yeah, it should be fun. Last time it was a really good game. Mm-hmm. It was, I believe, the most watched Premier League game in the United States ever. Oh hell yeah! The that's last awesome time they played. To hear that like stats like that are are good to hear that. It's still gaining popularity. Oh, here. I think it's rapidly gaining popularity. Good. Rapidly. So, yeah, it was the most watched game in the U.S. for the Premier League ever. And I can only imagine it'll be like that again. Like, Good. I think it's, I think they're two pretty cool, popular teams right now um, with a lot of fun names on both of them. So, I, I'm really excited. It's Sunday morning. No NFL. First Sunday with hey. no football since, you know, the summer. That's why you gotta follow the Premier League. What would you do? You'd be so bored. I mean, you, got you, to look you know, to. you know that the Premier League planned that out. Yeah, yeah they were they like, did. "We've got to nail this. this like, we've got to have a big Sunday. They big for the American audience." Yeah. Here. Um. Yeah. So there we go. That's uh, the big thing that we have coming up. Um. But otherwise, you're gonna be gone. Yeah. Super Bowl is gonna happen. We'll be back the probably the day after the Super Bowl. Probably. Um. Yeah. To talk so you'll about have a pop that. The day after the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So um. Until then. You enjoy your trip. Can't wait. Have fun. Who's it? Uh, Mini Mouse. Daisy Duck. Daisy wow. Duck. A mouse? I don't I know. Be attracted a duck. To a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, good luck with that, and good luck with your trip. And uh, for everyone at home, we'll be back with you guys in two weeks. Until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Northeast Podcast. <laughs>